The old pilot's plain tales. The Bong Bridge. Drive along US Route 2 between Duluth, Minnesota and Superior, Wisconsin, and you'll pass over a long bridge. It's a pretty impressive piece of engineering, and it replaced the old original wooden trestle Arrowhead Bridge in 1985. The bridge is called the Bong Bridge, perhaps an odd name for a construction that won the Wonders of Wisconsin Engineering Award in 2007. But the name doesn't originate from a dubious smoking habit, nor the noise it makes as you cross it. There are other memorials named Bong, including a recreation park where an Air Force base once stood, and perhaps more appropriately, Bong Airport in Superior, and a historical centre in the same town, but nothing that you would really expect for such an exceptional man who bore that name. They are there to remember Richard Ira Bong, the United States' all-time Ace of Aces, the highest-scoring fighter ace in U.S. history. Dick Bong, or as he is sometimes referred to as Bing Bong, came into the world on the September 24, 1920, in Superior, Wisconsin. He was the oldest of nine children, born to Dora, an American of Scots and English descent, and Carl Bong, a Swedish immigrant. Dick took an early interest in aviation, building models and watching the aircraft fly over his parents' farm, carrying mail for President Calvin Coolidge's summer White House in Superior. He entered the Poplar High School where, like our beloved Captain Jeff, played in the marching band, albeit with the clarinet. Graduating from high school, he studied at the State Teachers College and, whilst there, realised his dream to become a pilot by enrolling in the Civilian Pilot Training Programme and then the Army Air Corps Aviation Cadet Programme. His ability marked him out as a potential fighter pilot, so he was given a commission as a second lieutenant and was awarded his coveted wings in the beginning of 1942. His first posting was onto the Lockheed P-38 Lightning with the 49th Fighter Squadron at Hamilton Field. Being a young fighter pilot, he was full of fun and hijinks, and before long he was grounded and up in front of General Kenny for buzzing the home of a recently married pilot. Luckily for Dick, there were three others also being reprimanded for looping the Golden Gate Bridge, flying low up Market Street and blowing the washing off a clothesline in a house in Oakland. Kenny bawled them all out saying, Monday morning you check this address out in Oakland and if the woman has any washing to be hung out on the line, you'll do it for her. I want this woman to think we are good for something else besides annoying people. Now get out of here before I get mad and change my mind. That is all. In private, Kenny remarked, We need kids like these. If you don't want to fly down Market Street, I wouldn't have you in my Air Force. Being grounded, Bong missed a deployment to England to fight in Europe, and he was moved onto the 84th Fighter Squadron and out to the Pacific. 
He started off flying P-40 Warhawks from Darwin on the north coast of Australia with the 9th Fighter Squadron, whilst they waited to be equipped with the Lightning. And in the meantime, he took up a temporary duty at Port Moresby on New Guinea with the 39th, as they already had the P-38. It was here that, during the Battle of Buna Gona and the conclusion of the Kokoda Trail campaign, that the Allied forces learned of the problems that they were to encounter everywhere during the Pacific Theatre. The Japanese in New Guinea were well dug in, and the limitations of the Allied equipment and logistical support, as well as the difficulties caused by the awful terrain, the vegetation, the climate and disease became obvious. The Air Force's task of support and protection for the ground forces was essential, and before long, Dick Bong claimed his first victory, shooting down a Mitsubishi A6M0 and a Nakajima KI-43 Oscar over Buna. For this, he was awarded the Silver Star for valour in combat. Now also equipped with lightnings, Dick rejoined the Ninth, the Flying Knights, when they were deployed to Port Mosby. Pretty soon he was back in the action, shooting down Zeros, heavy bombers, and then in July 1943, on a single day, he claimed four Japanese fighters in an action that earned him the Distinguished Service Cross. However, not every mission was against the Japanese. As was reported in the Australian newspaper, The Evening Advocate, Lieutenant Richard Bong, a US fighter pilot who has shot down 10 enemy aircraft in the Southwest Pacific, has become the founder member of the Crocodile Club. With cannon fire from his lightning, he killed a giant alligator trailing a frail rubber boat, which contained three pilots who were bound on a rescue mission. By now with 15 kills, he was not only an ace, but fast climbing the ranks of the most successful pilots in the Air Force. Apart from his score of four kills on the 26th of July, unlike many others, Dick Bong's kills were evenly spread out, and a great number of his kills were in the earlier stages of the war against very experienced Japanese pilots. Bong was also considered lucky in finding the enemy. Some pilots hardly saw an enemy aircraft in all their time flying combat. He was promoted again, this time to captain, and was given leave to return home. It was while back in Superior and attending the State Teachers College homecoming event that he met Marjorie and began dating her. When he got back to the Pacific, he bought with him a large photo of his new love and used it to adorn the nose of his P-38, which he named Marge after her. Back in the thick of things, his score of downed enemy aircraft steadily rose. He was now assigned to the 5th Air Force Fighter Command, but allowed to freelance with the squadrons under its control. On February the 15th, 1944, Dick Bong scored his first victory in his newly emblazoned Marge, and a few days later he destroyed a Japanese transport full of officers on the runway at Weewak. But this wasn't added to his total, as it was only aircraft in flight that were counted. 
With another fighter and a couple of Sally bombers in March and April, Captain Richard Bong had reached the impressive tally of 24 confirmed kills and was approaching something of a milestone. Fast Eddie Rickenbacker had been a racing car driver in the Indianapolis 500 before the First World War and was lucky to be chosen for pilot training in the nascent Army Air Corps. Flying Newport 28s and then Spad 8s, his natural skills showed through and he amassed an astounding 26 victories. By the end of the war, he was the most successful American fighter pilot in U.S. history. This was the milestone that Bong was approaching. Then, on a remarkable day, the 12th of April 1944, Captain Richard Ira Bong recorded three more confirmed kills and overtook Rickenbacker's total. The press went mad. It's Major Richard Ira Bong now. The promotion came Wednesday, the same day that he shot down two Japanese planes to become the first American pilot in history to down 27 enemy aircraft in aerial combat. And, of the 20 Japanese planes that bravely rose to intercept the 200-plane Allied force, eight were shot down, two by the guns of the Lightning Fighter, piloted by America's number one ace, Major Richard I. Bong. The two victims raised Bong's total at 27, highest in American history. A special headquarters release announced Bong's achievement and said all of his 27 victories had been scored whilst flying the lightning fighter over enemy territory. Another headline read, He wears 20 medals. Captain Bong bought lightning's home on one engine five times and his new lightning already has ack-ack holes in it. He wears 20 medals, including the Distinguished Service Cross won last October, the Silver Star with Oak Leaf Cluster, the Distinguished Flying Cross with 4 Oak Leaf Clusters, and the Air Medal with 11 Oak Leaf Clusters. But of all the words written, I suspect it was those said by Eddie Rickenbacker that meant the most to Dick Bong. He wrote, just received the good news that you are the first one to break my record in World War I by bringing down 27 planes in combat, as well as your promotion so justly deserved. I hasten to offer my sincere congratulations with the hope that you will double or triple this number, but in trying, use the same calculating techniques that has brought you your results to date, for we will need your kind back home after this war is over. Despite being on the staff of the 5th Fighter Command and not needing to fly any more, after some well-deserved leave, Dick Bong continued to operate on missions and his total rose. His techniques are probably best described by one of his wingmen who accompanied him on many missions. Major Bong suddenly rolled out of formation and began a descent. As I watched him, I could see a bomber low on the water in the distance, lining up for a run on the landing area. As wingman, my job was to cover him during our mission. Richard was a good fighter-driver, but his real forte was gunnery. I had a ringside seat and watched a master at work. Approaching to about 150 yards, he was a little high and behind the bomber when he snapped off a quick burst. Just that. 
the tail-gunner position turned into a shower of metal and glass shards. With no tail-gunner to worry about, he moved into about 50 yards and, with about three degrees of skid to the left, began to work the left engine area. I could see the hit sparkling, the pieces coming away, and in seconds smoke began to trail from the engine. I scanned the area again. As I looked back down, he started rolling the nose of the 38 to the right. He methodically stitched through the fuselage and cockpit area on his way to the right engine. It was almost surgical. His aim so precise, hardly any of the tracers missed the target. A few seconds burst and the right engine began to disintegrate. Soon the Betty fell off into the sea. In a matter of moments, it was over. On the 17th of December, Bong and I were at it again. I had the privilege of covering this great ace on what would become a history-making sweep over the landing beach on Mindoro Island. At 4.25pm and at about 9,000 feet, Major Bong closed on an Oscar and, as I stated in the confirming action report filed back at Dulag, I saw Dick close in on the Oscar from dead astern and fire a short burst, which brought pieces from the Oscar. The Oscar turned right and with another burst from Major Bong did a half-roll trailing fire and crash into the jungle. This was the 40th confirmed kill for Major Bong, making him America's ace of aces, probably for all time. And so it was. On the recommendation of General Kenny, the commander of the Far East Air Force, Major Bong received his highest award, the Medal of Honor from General Douglas MacArthur. His citation reads, For conspicuous gallantry and intrepidity in action above and beyond the call of duty in the southwest Pacific area from the 10th of October to the 15th of November 1944. Though assigned to duty as a gunnery instructor and neither required nor expected to perform combat duty, Major Bong voluntarily, and at his own urgent request, engaged in repeated combat missions, including unusually hazardous sorties over Balikpapan, Borneo and the Layet area of the Philippines. His aggressiveness and daring resulted in his shooting down eight enemy aeroplanes during this period. Bong didn't really take to the publicity that he was receiving, as he was by nature a quiet man. A colleague recalled, The other night a bunch of boys were eating dinner in an American canteen somewhere in the southwest Pacific. A bomber pilot jabbed his fork in the general direction of the door and said, See that guy over there? That guy over there was a medium-sized youngster in the middle twenties, dressed in wrinkled, dusty khaki pants and shirt. No tie, no cap on his unruly blonde hair, and only a tiny set of captain's bars and a pair of pilot's wings to distinguish him from the -the run-of-the-mill G.I. Actually, he looked like the kid who used to fill the tank of your auto and wipe the windshield down at the corner filling station. And he might well have been just that. No one gave him any attention, except the other pilots, but there was nothing about him to command attention. That, said the bomber pilot, is Dick Bong. After Bong scored his 40th victory, 
General Kenny sent him home, this time for good. He was America's ace of aces, with 40 aerial victories, 200 combat missions, and over 500 combat hours behind him. He undertook a public relations tour of the United States. Being the kind of man he was, it was not something he enjoyed. At the Pentagon, he met Bob Johnson, also there on a PR tour. Dick explained that he had been dragged around the country on war bond tours and hated it. I've got this coming out of my ears, Johnson. I'm sure glad to see you. You can help me bear up under this nonsense. It's worse than having a zero on your tail. The good side of it, though, was that he got a chance to see Marge, and they got married on February the 10th, 1945. Bong went on to work as a test pilot at Wright Field, helping to develop the Lockheed P-80 Shooting Star. He studied jet propulsion theory and boned up on the engineering details of the new plane for two months before getting a chance to fly one. After being checked out in the P-80, he flew it 11 times that summer. Then, on the day that the newspaper headlines blared out the shocking news that Enola Gay had dropped an atomic bomb on Hiroshima, they carried a smaller headline below. Jet plane explosion kills Major Bong. Shortly after takeoff, flying the shooting star, Bong's main fuel pump had failed, and for reasons unknown, he didn't turn on the auxiliary pump. Low to the ground and descending fast, he jettisoned his hood and jumped, but too low to survive. He died wrapped in the silk of his parachute. So, if you're driving on Route 2 between Duluth and Superior and pass over the Bong Bridge, have a thought for the man that it memorialises, or, better still, take a quiet wander around the Poplar Cemetery in Douglas County, Wisconsin, and stand for a moment to honour a fine pilot and a true American hero. If you enjoy Plain Tales, please pop over to iTunes and leave a review. Plain Tales is a featured segment of the Airline Pilot Guy show. Find us at airlinepilotguy.com.